<laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Making Sense with the Boys. This is Dimitri. Mr. <laughs> Axel. Sam. Uh, Pablo and Paul. Welcome, welcome, Pablo. Uh, and this is really Mitch speaking. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you. That was hilarious. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about video games. Can uh, Pablo start us off with, why, why do people game? Yes, I can. Well, I think it's going to depend for many people. But the, the big two reasons are because it's fun, you know, easily. You're just trying to have a, a, a good time made with your friends. That's a good reason. Thank you. And then second time, it's like escape reality in a way. Because you can be someone that you're not. And be, be cool, be a superhero, be... So are you saying everybody's a loser? Everyone that games is a loser. No, I think it's... I'm sure it is. Uh, no, I'm just saying, I, I'm sure many people game because they don't like their life, and then they can live a cool one. Well, <laughs> I okay. like my life when I game. Excuse no, I said many, and not, not many, some. some <laughs> okay, sorry, to, to butt in, Pablo, um, can Omer give an account of... <laughs> a a, a first-person account of this situation that you're describing? Omer is our biggest gamer, by the way. Yeah, Pl please tell us how much you hate your life. <laughs> <laughs> how many hours do you have to go? Um, okay, so <laughs> No, I, I've, I've hated my life and uh, gaming is an escape. <laughs> no, I think um, the majority of people definitely game to, to have fun. I think a lot, of, a lot of people over here, Axel, Pablo, you guys love reading when you get bored. <laughs> Bro, yeah, yeah I, do, I do. Sorry that they're intellectual. <laughs> well, uh, Mitch and I over here, we, uh, we play games when we get bored. We can play with each other and we're socializing as well, so... I think it's just a better way to spend your time, but obviously today we're going to talk about the positives and negatives that come from That's not the only way Mitch and Omer like to play with each other. <laughs> <laughs> you know this thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I also think that people might game to achieve realities that they can't normally. Like, um... Smacking people in the head. <laughs> of course. Smacking people in the head. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, do you guys want to talk about violence in games and like? Uh, <laughs> segue, Axel. Yeah. And, like, which games specifically do people consider like non-gamers as like uh, potential mental hazards? I think. Wait. The reason we're gonna talk about this mostly is because every time there's uh, some sort of gun violence event, like media and then people like Fox News and stuff like that, always say that like uh, violence in video games normalizes people to violence and then it makes it like okay or it encourages them to shoot people mm -hmm. and that's why we're going to talk about violence in video games yeah. yeah so um yeah from my perspective i think that when people are spent hours and hours like omer <laughs> on these video games they get desensitized to this sort of violence so it's like if you if you're playing gta for example and you go out and you beat up people to, to get your stars up <laughs> it, it's just like to feel wanted, <laughs> 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 to feel, to feel wanted that's good thank you, thank you. um then it's just like uh I, I don't know like okay so i've played and when i actually think about what i'm doing i'm like oh my god this is so messed up yeah what like blowing up stuff in minecraft <laughs> no, <laughs> listen <laughs> minecraft is a very violent video game axel must point that out yeah, no, I, I mean like shooting people yeah. to, for like thirteen bucks. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. So I think that video games like COD, GTA, 
and things that allow the players to take control of someone who just shoots for the majority or like uh, causes violence or harm to other people for the majority of the game it makes them desensitized and can definitely impact their behavior what, by what the way for th- what do you mean by desensitized they used to like um, they're okay with violence yeah, in the sense that, that like they're so used to seeing people get shot in the head that like when it gets to real life then they're not really as emotionally affected as someone who doesn't game and isn't experienced this I, I, I definitely Good point, Axel. Thank you for uh, clarifying on that. But but me as Mitch, uh, I definitely don't don't agree. Like for example, remember um, I've been playing CS for quite a while now, like uh, like fifty hours, something like that. <laughs> and you know when and even before that, I was always playing shooting games just because that's what I like to do. Uh, but just remember when that one guy um, shot up a mosque. You know, and oh, yeah. and and he live streamed it, yeah. and then I'm sorry. You're going to hell, actually. <laughs> and then and then he like he was he walked past the woman he already shot and shot oh, her in the head. That 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 was still like hey, sickening. You've seen, you've seen the video. Yeah, I, I mean clips, clips, clips. I, I, I have not seen. I didn't no. even know he. Uh, no, don't I, I just saw it through an article that he shot it up PewDiePie, and it was like a that that was definitely like still like I think for some people, for for me personally, I I will never get. I will still always understand how bad getting shot is, you know. And to be honest, you know, and like the the the, the a, a good regulation against it, like the Swiss Army, for example, they are so so safe with guns, like Switzerland. No, that that makes sense. Like like guns are dangerous. Like in oh, army, really? Really? No, I know that sounds obvious, but like if you're not careful, you'll get shot accidentally. Yeah. Like it usually happens. So like, clarify, like, clarify how they're safe. Like in the army, j- j- just the way they regulate everything and how they bring up guns, it's just like you can see it in the stats. Like uh, <coughs> per capita, um, Switzerland is one of the most armed countries in the world. Yeah. The yeah. second after America, but the last like public shooting was 2001 in Geneva where no one even died uh, do you think that's because when you retire from your military service they give you the gun but not the ammunition and buying you get ammunition and, and you get the gun but it's it's just the, the way like if, if if you mess around in the army with when you're learning how to play with gun like you're like effed, you know. <laughs> it's it's like you can get it mad shit for that, you know. All right. Anyone else? What did you want to say? Um, I just wanted to say that's probably. I mean, in Switzerland, it's probably just because they're trained a lot more. That's probably why, like, to play to use. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But like in the U.S., like yeah. But I mean, the U.S. has the biggest military in the world. How how can you differentiate but training? Because in the Swiss, everyone has to do military service. In the U.S., I'm pretty sure it's really easy to get a gun in some states. Anyone yeah. can get one. Yeah, like a 13 year old kid once yeah. got it. You know. Really. Yeah, like a uh, the the like I think it was CNN. They send in a 13 year old boy, uh, for into a gun shop while like having secret classes, yeah. and he filmed it, and he was got handed a shotgun. He was like, all right, here's like 200 bucks. Wow. The man walked out with a shotty. That's messed up, man. No, I wanted to like bring it back to the desensitizing, cause I don't know, cause for example, if I see violence in a movie or in a in a video game, I'm like, okay, whatever. But as I as I am aware of my privilege, I've never seen too much violence in real life, mm-hmm. so I don't know to what extent it desensitizes you. 
So, if, like, I'm just asking you guys, if you, have you ever seen anyone die or, like, a serious violence in life? And do you think you were desensitized to it because of video games? Okay, so, sorry, Pablo, before answering your question, yeah. um, I, wa I wanted to ask you, do you think that there's a... <laughs> do, do you think there's a... There's there. <laughs> do you think that there's a... <laughs> that there's a difference between um, playing the video game and being the person who controls the characters or watching a movie? And um, um, and watching yeah, other right. people do that. Can, can you can you explain what you meant there? So I mean, if you're the if you're playing a video game and you have the controller and you're choosing to shoot people, is that difference? It, is that different? You th do you think the impact is different than watching a movie where the main character shoots people? Yeah, but I mean, uh, I'd like to answer this. Where in the movie, I guess it's a lot more different because you have this uh, background construct through which you Constant. follow a construct content. Same thing where you follow this protagonist uh, throughout his journey, right? And so you somewhat get emotionally attached, like, okay, it's in not a good really, movie you will. in a good movie, right? And so depending on whether he gets shot, like you, you, you feel with that person. Um, and if he shoots somebody, it, it, it's more impactful from the standpoint, I mean, it depends on scenario, but it depends uh, also on um, who you are as a person. But when you compare that to shooting and you intentionally shooting people um the way you perceive that person getting shot is a lot less uh emotionally impactful in that sense and um pablo can you repeat your other question before i so rudely interrupted you thank you uh so because um me like i've never seen too much violence in real life so i don't know if it really does um, desensitize you so i was asking you guys have you ever seen someone die or like someone dead do you think video games desensitize you to that experience? Um, I just have to say, I mean, I've seen somebody like dying, I think, but uh, no, definitely, video games do not desensitize. No, do not. Like, cause it's uh, just so much less personal, and you know it's not real in a video yeah. game, so it's just like, yeah. Right. Also, for me, the other day, I went to oh. co-op and built. Uh, my name is Paul. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want from me, Dimitri? Hi, Paul. No, why do you say your name? Like, why do you say your name like that? Like that's pretty you weird. You whispered Paul in my ear. <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> okay, so uh, what I was saying before this awkward encounter is that um, the other day I went to co-op, and when I walked out, there was a dog with a little chihuahua in his mouth. No and way. The lady was crying. the The owner of the chihuahua was crying. And I was like, I was completely shocked. And in a, in a video game, I would shoot a, like, I would shoot, a, <laughs> I would see for a little baby dog. But in real life, <laughs> in real life, the all, all the ethical consequences, like what you're actually doing in real life, is so much different than what you're doing in virtual reality or in a video in game. a video game, because you're not act physically hurting somebody. Nick, what did you want to say? Uh, I think this this kind of refers back to like the movie that like in in movies you usually have like uh, an emotional attachment to the person, like for example, like in, in, if you look at like Fast and Furious, you know, at like then the newest one in the end scene when they were like kind of shooting up to like the, the, the like the scene of shooting. Wait, is it seven or eight? Uh, I think this was like uh, it was eight, oh, okay. but then like you you were emotionally attached to the main character and the. the yeah, Vin Diesel was. What? What? Are you crazy? Are you, you, the this is not the topic. 
but like you, you there was a reason uh why you why they were shooting up like their enemies i guess so you kind of have like that's like less sensitive than for example like in games where you're just trying to like 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 paul said just see for a, a, a little doggo <laughs> i feel like that's a that's a sound by the way uh <laughs> thank you man um I feel like that's the same as in like the movie Joker. If you guys oh, I love Joker because you really feel for uh, the character Joker in the movie, and like you understand why he does what he does, and like he's like going and killing people. Don't spoil it, bro. Yeah, it's I not a spoiler. I didn't saying. know he was gonna kill people. Yeah. Really? Alright. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's just my point. Is you get more emotionally attached. Uh, to those to those figures in uh, movies rather than video games. Yeah. Do you guys think there's a difference between um, how men and women react to um, to movies or video games? Ooh, and this then is so controversial. Yo, uh, if um, yeah, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, do they? Do you think men and women can react differently to the same media? I think that comes down in a bit to nature versus nurture. So biologically, like genetically, whatever, I don't, I don't know. I don't think anyone does, anyone here at least. But I think uh, in terms of nature, because men grow up playing, playing a lot more video games for whatever reason. So I think men, if anything, will be like more desensitized to it than women. So violence will shock women more in, in video games and movies. But didn't we just say that the desensitization of games isn't that great? Because, I mean, not many of us here have seen actual violence. Uh, I mean, I've seen a couple of people get shot by the police in what? the Philippines. Really? Yeah. Uh, but that's a different story. Um, but, yeah. Tell it. Yeah, tell, tell it. Tell it. Tell it. All right. Well, basically, um, as you may or may not know, I've traveled quite a few countries. I, I don't think they know. <laughs> And so when I was living in Manila, the capital of the Philippines, uh, which is an island off the coast of Vietnam, uh, right? Anyways, um, well, there was this riot going on uh, quite close to my international school. Wait, how old were you? Uh, I was in between the ages of 6 to 10. Oh, and so at that time I was 9, I believe. And so what was happening were that, um, I mean, I was young, so I didn't really know. But the police were chasing these two guys, and they had like a, a shootout and he got shot in like the shoulder and then just fell down um and then stuff went on but i mean like i always remember that uh, because it's pretty impactful to see just like someone just thump and die you know like on the ground and relating that to games where people who aren't gamers and think that those who do uh become mentally obsessed with the notion of killing people i think it's completely untrue like not true because People who game, like I game momentarily, like periodically. Uh, you game every day. <laughs> <laughs> what do you game more than me at the moment? That is wrong. <laughs> I haven't played a game in a I just finished my math test, all right? But anyways, um, yeah, so I differentiate a lot between um, an actual video game in which I shoot people in CSGO and people actually getting shot in real life. Like there's this distinction that's occurred. And so relating all of this back to you, Pablo. Thank you. Um, in that respect, I wouldn't say there's much desensitization in games. Okay, so if, as it is currently, there's no desens or as we believe, uh, the desensitization impact is pretty small. 
what do you guys think about um, advances in technology and advances especially in VR uh, for example with like touch technology or um, wh where you can really immerse yourself in the video game does that um, does that give the impact of desensitization more like more of an effect well we can kind of refer this to back to like ready player one uh, it's a movie about how basically everyone lives in a VR world they and the, the, the VR world becomes more important than the real world yeah basically like social status in the in the VR matters and in real life it's basically irrelevant and everyone is just 24/7 on their VR headset and they're like it like you said there that was like special gear like where you can you can put on like a suit and then feeling will be be like everywhere kind of you know so like that can add more sense to than that yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, oh i didn't have my hand up go ahead <laughs> <laughs> um this is not really related but um in china in china they have a video system where the cameras identify who you are and there's numbers uh, next to your to your to your body the social credit system yeah social credit mm -hmm. system it's that, yeah. so it's kind of relating already uh, to ready player one how this is be kind of becoming a reality because if you in in china if you're a good citizen you will get points and if you do things such as buying alcohol or doing illegal things you're going to get points taken away from you so the government can already see who's a good citizen or who's a bad citizen so it's I just thought it was really. And do you know specifically what the points help you with? Like, is it taxable? I think. Uh, no, I don't know. But I think with the points, you can buy certain products. Or really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, um, I guess that with the introduction of technological advances, especially with this new thing, like the omnidirectional pad, where you basically um, like stand in it and it allows you to run stationarily, and it's like a treadmill. Yeah, and it leads to quite like the immersive experience. Um, but I mean. I don't think personally it, it would desensitize you because you're just again uh, th th that same concept where you're in that game you know you're in the game it's more realistic though but you're still in the game so then um, so do you think that this argument is true that um, you're more likely to get desensitized from shooting people playing laser tag than you are playing Call of Duty but then you were saying like you you said like uh, when you're playing games like you know you're in that game and stuff yeah but what what happens when it gets to the point where quality is of like this equipment this extra equipment like the VR yeah. looks so real everything looks so real that that you that your head thinks you're in the game well that'd be quite some time before we achieve that level of technology and I think there would be complete radical changes in different uh countries where I, I would think that the militaries would use that to train soldiers for combat training and stuff like that I think they already do no? uh, possibly I'm not sure but in in that sense I guess it'd be more like regulated yeah uh, to avoid possible I mean th we're all talking hypothetically right now yeah but uh, that's an interesting point okay so uh, moving on now Wait, before we do it, just really quick. <laughs> Says the one who wrote, let's move on on the board. No, I, I think it should be addressed, because we were all talking about from personal levels, and I wanted to bring it to more of a global scale, because 
Um, say, uh, usually, like, mass shootings in America or in gun violence is a lot more common in the world. And there's always people that blame that in video games. But the thing is, the thing with that claim is that, for example, in Japan, they play a lot more video games. Like, uh, the percentage of people that game and hours spent is much, much larger, <coughs> much lar larger in Japan. So, and the fact, and, the, and these violence, um, gun violence doesn't happen as often in Japan. So there's other factors that cause gun violence and it's not a video game, for sure. I think this can also be like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just assuming here, right? So like, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think like, I, I don't see Japanese people play like CS, you know? I, I see them more playing like League of Legends <laughs> and Overwatch. Dota two. Oh yeah, they which they which 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 is I mean it's still a gun game, really. but in that case it's not really that violent. Because you know? it's fantasy and it's like yeah. animation. So like in that sense, yes, the Japanese play a lot more video games. Alright, so um no, I just want to change the sub. I mean not really change it, but I personally think that. I mean, no video game is really desensitized uh, people to violence. I think it's like inherent, you know? Because I mean, obviously, you see like all these shooters and whatnot that like shoot up schools. They obviously have some bad past or like something is wrong with them. It's not like this is like from video games. Or yeah. I think it's just personal experience. Yeah, because I mean, there have not been any studies which demonstrate that that links all these shooters <coughs> to be having like gaming history, you know? So, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Okay, so moving on a bit now. Um, how do you think uh, gaming is also stereotyped in our society? Do we let Omer the gamer speak? Yeah, uh, oh, Omer, speak of how you've been bullied <laughs> o o on this podcast itself. So. Okay, so first of all, I like the bullying to come to an end as soon as possible. <laughs> Um, no, when I at least when I used to play games a lot more, you guys uh, definitely uh, break the piss out of me. It definitely started like a little gaming trend. Yeah, I think there was this period in 2017 where we all played like Fortnite. You you did need to you did need to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, if we're talking about stereotypes, at least in the past, it's gamers are more the nerd part of society, and then you had all the popular kids or the jocks, I guess that did more sports or, or uh, real life goals, I guess. But now we see them immersed and joined together. Like kids in our uh, school and grade that played games their entire life have grown up and now kids that just started playing games now, um, they play together often and so online on stuff like Discord, you see them talking together, playing together while they're at home. What's Discord? Discord is an online uh, chatting, similar to Skype, but mainly made for gamers actually. Please sponsor us, Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, so that really is a stereotype of gamers being nerds and uh, being the academic kids and the ones that have no sort of social skills. Well, uh, they don't. Traditionally. <laughs> Not anymore. It's changed now. They really mix a lot. Okay. Um, so do you think that because they play games that they don't have these social skills? Or is it because um, because that they don't have these skills that they want to play games? Which is to that they they play games because they don't have social like for example we for example we will we will go out you know but if I don't go out I game 
So for these kids, maybe, if they don't go out, they game or read a book. Is your act welcome? <laughs> <laughs> but it's also from a young age, if you grow up playing games instead of, I know most of us played some sport when you were younger, whatever it was. That, I think sports, preschool, that's where you develop your first sort of social skills. And so if you stay in gaming all the time from a young age, you don't develop those skills as well as other people. And then in the future, you keep looking towards gaming as a way to enjoy yourself because you don't have the social kids to go out and uh, socialize. Wait, um, uh, yeah, I think there's a big danger with exposing little kids at a young age to video games and, uh, and technology. Yeah, I agree with that, Pablo. Thank because you. then you're you're kind of making little kids become introverted people. Yeah. So then uh, that's like a challenge in their life in their life <laughs> later on. If they de- if they don't, don't develop social skills, then that's gonna be challenging for them. I know I started at quite a, a young age with gaming. Like our family always had a device like a Wii, for example. Did you have the DSi? Or uh, oh, I no. had I had the DSi XL, bro. Yo, that's crazy, but nobody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I, had a, I also I had that one, Pablo, uh, and that that is the mood. Uh, and like for example, my 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 gaming PC, I also also got like at a quite a young age. Uh, for for me, like you guys. When when did you get your gaming PC? Last year. Yeah. No, the year before last. And like, I, I, I think to be honest, I started gaming like ahead of like, kind of. The for day. example, you guys. Yeah. No, you but to be fair, like most people got you guys. uh like small co- consoles like the um, like the first Xbox or even before that the the Game Boys or the the DSi, and in there we'd play like Mario Kart. But I mean, me Little personally. Game. Uh, it was quite regulated in the sense that I wouldn't play every day. Like when when I was on weekends or just holidays, and I just grind some Mario Kart, you know. Like it, it didn't. I did. I was never really addicted to that. Um, I also have to say something, uh, Axel. Further <laughs> your point, I would like to say that um, like the Wii, for instance, I had it when I was little. It's a lot more like interactive, and you can move a lot more. So I feel like. That's a video sport. game. Yeah, we sports. Mm. That's <laughs> the wrong one, buddy. <laughs> so, okay. Oh no! So I was gonna add to that. Um, <laughs> once again, keep the laughing to a minimum, please, because uh, <laughs> obviously Mitch and I were probably. Uh, I think as we've seen, we played games from the youngest age, and the types of games we played were different. So, like obviously shooter games, and a lot of you played Wii games. We're also the only two that don't read books. Which uh, I'm not saying it's correlated. Not, not only that, <laughs> you've never read a book. <laughs> <laughs> I've never read a novel all the way through. I don't see the point. Lip charts is a very good device. I'm, I'm sorry, but th- that's kind of pathetic. Dude, okay, you're using that's never. That's, 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 that's besides the point. No, but that's also no. That's a good point in society. Nobody reads books anymore. That's yeah. false. I that's it's not that's nobody. Not really false. It's not nobody. I'm talking about a large majority of people don't He's read not books wrong. compared to compared yeah, to you. Yeah, but 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 Sam and Omer and Pablo, I think this is because just just because there's, I don't think there's like a direct correlation because it's gaming or I think if any other activity would have been introduced into the younger society, it would have been picked up, you know. Yes. Bing 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 bong. We're back after some technical difficulties. So, moving on to our next topic, uh, do you guys think that there is a um, wave associated with gaming? As Omer mentioned previously, 
about how people can um, start gaming or um, yeah become gamers because it's trendy or play play this game like the addiction in that sense no no. Like the Fortnite phenomenon. I think I think definitely um, just because of the way um, Fortnite has been popularized by media, like ESPN. Now they have a whole like esports section, and that, that encourages a ton of people to play. But is uh, that a bad thing? Uh, no, it's a good thing. I, I must say, or, I, I, I'm definitely uh, to a certain extent uh, kind of addicted to CS. I think really it's good. That. Thanks but, for sharing. But I think it it's it's not because I think it's because like just me wanting to get good, you know. Uh, not not out of the sense that it's like a lot of fun because sometimes it really isn't, but it's just like uh, like it's just something to do and just I, I want to maybe learn like the, I, I I I see gaming as learning a new skill. So is that why you want to get good? Do do you want to get good to? Um, why why do you want to get good? Uh, no particular reason to be honest. Just, just out of for self- status among your friends. No, definitely not. Be- uh, because I mean, o- Omer is good, uh, and he gets bullied for it. So <laughs> definitely, I don't want to get that get good. Like, but I just it's it's fun, uh, and I mean, it's I, just like personal satisfaction. Yeah. yeah. Personal satisfaction. Ha, ha. But satisfaction of of what? Winning the rounds or I mean, like killing here, people? It's not. It's not that I'm. It's not that I'm a cloud chaser, but see, Omer said I'm bad. I'm gonna prove him wrong. I think is, is that what motivates you to play? Yeah, not all the, not all the time. I'm happy to be your motivator. Yo, but do you guys realize how it's you're in each round of CS:GO, you're motivated to get more kills and kill people in the virtual. World. Okay, that's the most ridiculous. Okay, the only thing, thing that motivates me is when I kill someone and they shout "Sukabliat." No, I think it's like any other sport though. You want to get better at basketball to play better. You have more fun. If you but hit in CSGO, you want to get better to kill people. Okay, but no, you still get better it's though. Virtual the, world. Point, the point is you're getting better at the game. You're playing better. It's like any any other sport. We already agree that nobody is getting desensitized by video games. But, yeah. but sport has added benefits of like exercise. Yeah, obviously that's benefits. But if it's something you enjoy, you also play sport not just to... Like I don't play sport for the health benefits. I play because I enjoy it. Like obviously the health benefits are a plus. Yeah, I run around. I have a better cardiovascular <laughs> system because of that. <laughs> but it, it's like if if on the basketball team, let's say you have a player that carries the team, he obviously enjoys it a lot or more. Or a player than that you know, else. maybe a player that gets a lot more play time than everyone that's sitting on the bench. He obviously enjoys it a lot more. There's so definitely it's, a lot of frustration. Uh, yeah, are, 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 are you saying? Are you? I think you're hinting to the viewers that that you I'm, are always I, on the bench. I, I'm hinting to the viewers that it's getting a bit ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, I think that's what Mitch is talking about. How he enjoys CS more when he's the best. If you're the best player on his team and he's fragging, he enjoys. Then it more. it's definitely. What does fun. fragging mean? Kills. You're getting more kills. I you're the top fragger. Well, now you know. All right, thank you. <laughs> next, next time someone shouts "Sukabliat" at me, I will. Like, I'm the fragger. Yeah. <laughs> but then, in relating to like popularity and how influencers popularize different games, do you think that having esports tournaments? Where, uh, like that kid Booga who won three Booga. three million off that Fortnite tournament. Like, do do you think that influences other people to want to play games? And do you think that that's like a good thing or? I think I think that's good. And I mean, it's bad because it can give false hope to people, and it means they'll be playing hours and hours and hours to try to get good, but it won't be, and essentially they just waste their waste their time. But there are people who can make a very good living out of this, and I think it's always advantageous. 
It's like putting new jobs in the economy, in, in a sense. And also, uh, how many jobs I, are you really putting excuse in? Excuse me, I was talking. I don't. Yeah. So, woo! <laughs> I was just, also, my theory is that in the future, armies are gonna be all controlled, and you're not gonna like deploy soldiers in foreign countries. It's gonna be like all robots, and then a bunch of gamers controlling those robots. But would they really be gamers, or just like experienced personnel? Well, no. Essentially, they'd be gamers, but like, <laughs> no. Sorry. They'll be military men, but they, they'll have the skills of gamers, and yeah. I think they can recruit gamers because they'll be good. Okay, but that would have some. They can issues. get a 360 no scope. But, but then, no, <laughs> no, but then in, in relation to what you said about it opens like different job opportunities. Yeah. Realistically. What is like successful gamers? It's like one percent of the population. Well, yeah, just like, just like real sports. I mean, that's that's the way it is sometimes, and I think you just have to be careful to realize your limitations and see if you're good or not. And if you're truly are good and you're one in a million, I mean, why not pursue it? You'll get rich. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Like I, I think if you look at the ratio, there's more people playing like the ratio of getting good in a game and getting good in like a sport is so much. Like like he like he was saying, like you have right to you have to think about how many people play sports, and and uh, how small the percentage is that they actually become pro and like get a living off of. I think the ra- the the ratio between that is so much smaller than like gamers and like getting good. Paul, what did you want to say, Paul? So I don't know if I misunder- <laughs> misinterpreted Pablo's point, but were you, are you suggesting that? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> are you suggesting that video gamers become uh, army men? No, I, I don't know. That was kind of a side. But I'm just saying, in the future, I don't think... I mean, future, future. Because I think... Um, future, future. You can make robots be soldiers and not necessarily uh, people. Like, right now, there's a lot more drones that could have that could be planes. So that you're replacing people with technology. And yeah, I'm just saying, I, I agree with that. But I'm just saying those robots will be controlled by people... And essentially, that's like gaming. That's like Iron Man. Yeah, I understand. Do you, Do you guys think it's unethical though to um, to have these like influencers or people who do get rich off gaming to push these games on kids and have companies hire them to push games on kids and um, sort of get them addicted from a young age? No, no. Uh, no. I I definitely think that there's a lot of ethical concern in that respect because a lot of the gamers um who like popularize themselves through different like streaming platforms uh like twitch or mixer or youtube for example um there's there's like a lot of misleading information uh like for example content creators will get sponsored by different companies um like that power drink or whatever and so they these these g fuel g fuel yeah thank you um these content (laughs) creators they'll like promote it uh, but in a sense that it's kind of misleading where it's like oh you'll drink this and you'll get like you'll pop off get 15 kills of the victory royale and nobody stuff. says that no but like <laughs> it's implied in the mind of little kids like I could see that happening protein shakes do that yeah sure whatever um, but, but the thing is that yeah, like yeah, that's exactly the same that's a good same point thing, right? like with protein advertisement it's like oh drink us and we get because there's so much competition in the health scene that you have like protein shakes saying we're gonna do things that aren't even true but the, that's what I'm saying that in the gaming industry, the, 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 the kids are being misled, and so they're going to play more games. Uh, that happens in every industry, not just gaming. Yep. I'm responding to Paul's point. What was my point? 
I'll, I'll step out. <laughs> yeah, should we move on? Or do you guys have something yeah. to say? Well, I mean, we wrapped up the ethics of it, so... Yeah. Well then, okay, how, how could you uh, <laughs> say, how, how can gaming lead to success? Oh, yeah, I think, yeah, we're kind of queuing into that. Just by getting famous, and essentially to be famous in gaming, people have to enjoy watching you. By you being good. By also, you being good. Also, not, even not necessarily. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> for example, PewDiePie, right? He's obviously he's obviously not the best gamer, but because he's funny, what are you talking about? he's amazing. He's the best, dude. Don't insult PewDiePie. Yeah, what the, yeah, hell? What the hell? Are you crazy? Get out of town. Get out of town, kid. I'm sorry. Get out of my room. I'm playing Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like so he he makes it entertaining, and because um he has his platform or he has YouTube and. Now more people are turning to Twitch. Um, he's able to get that outreach, and then because of his like personality and charisma, yeah, yeah, and also because of his audience, he um, he can like get these deals and he can uh, do endorsements and things like that. Yeah, that, I agree. Um, also, people generally like enjoying people people's reactions. Genuinely, when, genuinely, 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 bro. Genuinely, bro. Damn. They enjoy watching people's rea- reaction yeah, to them getting great. killed in a video game, like when uh, when a YouTuber rage quits, for example, like that. Tyler one, Tyler one, that that autistic <laughs> Tyler one. This guy's so hey. funny. Oh, sorry, sorry. That was not nice. But yeah, t- Tyler one when he when he rage quits, it's actually funny because he he goes he goes ham. He breaks his keyboard. Dude, he doesn't hold back, dude. This guy yeah. Is so that's. How do you type one? <laughs> one. But no, Tyler one, the number one. Yes. Anyways. No way, just ask how to type one. <laughs> no, one, because I looked up Tyler one uh, and Tyler the creator. It's actually Tyler one, oh, but anyways. Oh, but new magic one. Is so good, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, so, so do you guys think that esports are growing to <laughs> to mirror like actual sports? Like, will will there be um, will there be people in like ten? <laughs> 10 15 years who are um who are on ESPN analyzing like a video game. I think I think that will be like that. Uh that that's the future going to be the same. Except the problem is with video games you don't have the health benefits and um in fact you in a way have negative health benefits. But you also don't have injuries and things like that. Yeah. Ah that's good. That's good. Yeah, though. you do. But also Your hands. I think <laughs> <laughs> No, anyway, before I was really interrupted. Also, when you play video games, you're less social and you meet less people. I mean, you do because you talk to them. But do you know? They could be across the world. And I think real sports is a great way to make friends. Like, all of us became friends because of sports. Yeah, but I'd and like, I don't think that's yeah. as possible with video games. But Pablo, I'd like to argue the fact that um, it's not necessarily that you don't meet friends. Because you've always hear, like, not always, but you hear these stories of these gamers who've, been, who've never met each other and have been gaming online. Uh, the same dates for many many years and then yeah. they, they meet up like they, they create uh, a virtual bond but that bond still exists like yeah you're missing that physical contact of actual like relationship that, you know that's true but you still have that like friendship but, but which is virtual and to Dimitri's point uh, in esports you already have commentators and game analysts which are commentating uh, the game like as it's being played but will it become as mainstream as sports are it's now it's pretty mainstream especially in Asia 
Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Deep. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but for the esports and uh, I mean, sorry, the Overwatch League, that thing was massive. Like the the, the prize pools and the different uh, teams and competitions, sponsorship deals, it's it's crazy over there. And I mean, it it exists already, so we don't really have to wait for that to happen. Okay, I'm just gonna go back to the point where you guys talked about success or um, sort of being a professional gamer. So if in sports especially, if you're a professional athlete, usually specialized in one sport, whatever it may be, football, baseball, um, cricket. But when it comes, you. <laughs> who plays cricket? <laughs> I play. Stop it. <laughs> when you uh, when you're playing, when you're gaming, every two three years, like the big game that's out changes, and people that stream or play games for a living change with that. And so you have like new people that are good at that specific game for the next three, four years coming and become big. But as soon as the game changes, they, you know, can't make money anymore. So it's definitely not as sustainable as if, let's say, you are one of those, you know, 0.1% that are good enough to be a professional athlete. It's not unstable even once you do make it to the, to the big stages because you don't earn as much money anyway. And it's just not, just not a good idea. Mm. Th- thank you for your insight, Omar. No problem. Um, I think we're about finished up for this topic. Yeah, so please uh, email us or tag or whatever. No, t- okay. Any suggestions? Comments. Comments. Uh, yeah. Uh, we we were actually featured in the bulletin yesterday Ooh, in our school bulletin. We made it. Cutest friend group. Oh. Let's go. No, no. <laughs> no. We we are the cutest friend group. Can we just say how not all of us agree that that was put on the? Board? I didn't not, agree. I did not. Me, not, Pablo, did not agree. It was not consensual at all. Listen, at so, all. some of us are at all. Some of us aren't proud of who we are, but we are those people. We are the cutest friend group. Look, look at that. You can't look at that. It's Pablo's belly button. <laughs> That's definitely the cutest. But please, please, uh, please check out our Instagram. Follow us, like our pics at Making Sense of the Boys. Send us voice messages on Anchor.fm slash Please don't send us voice messages. No, please send. Do. Please do. We want to put them in a. In hit us with a speech. Yeah, hit us with the voice messages. Um. Yeah. Uh, sh- thank sh- you. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Wait, you. Thank guys, you. realistically, do you think anyone has listened this far? Uh, uh, yes. Alex Alessandro. Special shout out to Alex that Axel Alessandro. Your <laughs> name. <laughs> shout out to Pierre. Okay. Oh. If if you have made it through to, to this point in comment the podcast, thirsty. Comment thirsty <laughs> on our latest Instagram post. And we're gonna do a raffle with all of those who comment thirsty. And we'll feature you at the end of our next podcast. All you win something. Yeah, yeah. You could be on making sense with the boys merch. Merch, oh. Oh. merch coming soon? Question <laughs> mark. We can make the posters. You know the thing that we made. We can make it a poster. <laughs> or, or you can be featured on a on a private <laughs> making out with the boys session. Hello. 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 Hello.